0: Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host,
1: Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Scott Watley, and it is great to have Co-host back, Kevin Flesh, in studio. It has been a uh, busy first quarter uh, for us both, and we have both been just uh, uh, running in a lot of different directions. So, Kevin, great
2: to see you today. It's good to see you, Scott. It's it has been. We've been uh, the great part of this show is we get to go out with sponsors and do other things that right. uh, in the out of doors, and sometimes it means that both you and I are running in three different directions at one time. <laughs> exactly. Well.
1: I wanted to take a few minutes and open today's show and then talk about uh, your recent trip to South Africa with our good friend uh, Stefan from Bushman's Quiver, quality African safaris and FC, a professional hunter there, was uh, guided you guys for a time, but uh, just take a minute and tell us about your trip to South Africa with Ab- your
2: family. Absolutely. So we had a great time. So my kids are all at the Cherry Creek uh, School District, so we had uh, spring break. I think we left on like the 20th of March, and we got back the first part of April. And so we spent eight days in in South Africa uh, with Bushman's Quiver. we had been planning this trip for a while. It had been one of those trips that uh, my wife uh, had previously been to Africa and really wanted to experience the, uh, the safari part of the trip, in particular with our kids. And all I can say is that anybody out there that's listening that's thought about doing it, do it sooner than later because as you know uh, it's just incredible the things that you get to see and, and we spent four days in safari in, in uh, Kruger National Park. We did not go over and shoot anything as much as one of my daughters would have liked to I think by the time <laughs> that we got done with the trip but um, it was just incredible the amount of game that we saw and the things that we saw. Um, you know we saw a thousand Impalas in four days I mean they got to be like rabbits mm-hmm. I mean it's like oh another impala yeah. you know and and uh, and zebras and, and giraffes and and we must have seen 40 or 50 different lions we did a couple of night drives where we were out in vehicles at oh, night really? wow. yeah seeing elephants and lions and all kinds of other things and all different critters that come out at night which was interesting yeah. which is why you don't want to go for a walk or camp out right cobras for example. We saw them and uh, oh, over wow. on bridges, uh, going over rivers for whatever reason. One night we had a couple of cobras. That uh... yeah, at any rate, it's it's an incredible place. The the amount of game that people talk about and the ability, especially at Kruger, to get really close while you're inside of a vehicle and relatively safe, is. Unbelievable! I don't know anywhere else in the world that that you can do that, and and being able to see elephants and what elephants do on a regular basis, and being able to see—I mean the giraffes—they're—they're they're unbelievable animals, and they're massive. They are. I mean. They're giant animals, and the fact that they're eating out of these trees that are basically—I don't know if they're olive trees or what they are—but they have thorns on them that are a couple inches long, and they're able to wrap their tongue around these trees somehow and get the greenery off is just incredible. And, you know, sort of the idyllic situations that we got ourselves in, we drove down into this river, this dry riverbed one morning, and it had sort of been misting, which is unusual this time of year in South Africa. But it was just one of those sort of, when you're hunting, you you know sometimes where it's just going to be a good morning, and it was one of those mornings for us. And uh, we got down into this dry riverbed, and there's, a whole bunch of impalas and then some zebras and then uh, an elephant that was off a couple hundred yards by itself. And then we look and it was sort of a uh, the best way to describe it is the riverbed goes up into sort of a hillside, but it wasn't much of a hillside, but it was completely covered in greenery. And we started to see. Uh, the heads of giraffes and we eventually counted 15 different giraffes within a couple hundred yard span and they were all just eating doing their thing and we sat there for 20 minutes just watching that and and just in awe of what what the place has to offer in the way of experiences and and then we'd you know we saw ostriches which you know you just don't get to see anywhere else and those are crazy animals and and rhinos and and uh, we saw a couple of cheetahs one night Uh, or one evening and um, you know it's one of those things where so I've got three teenage daughters that are with us and we were in the car for long periods of time. One day we spent 12 hours in the car because we went to another area of the park to see some other animals and things like that and just experience a different aspect of the park. And not a complaint for four days. I mean, and that's the sort of experience that we had, which is pretty unusual because they didn't have Wi Fi generally, you know, when we're right. driving around, and they didn't have the ability to do anything else, but they're stuck in a car with their two parents. And, <laughs> FC. <laughs> and, and FC. And hey, FC. Hey, that,
1: that does it right there. And
2: know. if FC is listening, he. Uh, uh. Bushman's Quiver is an incredible outfit. They did a spectacular job. They were in contact with us prior to um, what, you know when we went over, and then while we were there, we continued to talk about what it is that we were experiencing and the mm-hmm. things we wanted to do. And and FFC is is listening. He wasn't a very good guide, and uh, we would never <laughs> use him again. But but actually, I mean, he was an incredible resource I mean, for us. Don't you just
1: feel like though? Stefan's always had this. You you come as a client, leave as a friend. Absolutely. And I told him.
2: You actually leave, like, family. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's sad when you leave. Yeah. I don't care
1: how long you're there for.
2: Yeah, it's it was an incredible experience. I mean, to the point, like, the first night when we got to their, the camp that they use for hunting a lot, and it's a beautiful camp, and we walk in, and, and you know, we have dinner, and, and the people that are giving us her food, just wonderful people. Yeah. And they have a meerkat running around, this little <laughs> sort of cat slash rat. Thing <laughs> the girls just loved it. It's it's in like the Disney movies, and it's right. just so cute. And it makes these weird. I mean, completely African. You know, it's just it's digging around and it caught a moth and it was eating that. I mean, it's just the whole experience. You're like you're really in Africa, and and that was really the cool thing for my kids to see, for me to see, and then just the experience you have with all the animals. Right. And the animals are king.
1: And you know, really hunting, and and just taking a couple minutes to talk about this before we get the rest of the show, but um, really hunting has made the animal population over there explode. When people, you know, we come back and sometimes well, you post something about an animal you took, and people are like, why would you shoot an endangered deal? And you talk about an impala.
2: There's millions of
1: impalas over there.
2: And and what they do, the private reserves there, they put a, they make that animal have value. Mm -hmm. And you see it. Um, And when those animals have value, those animals are going to populate. There are going to be more of them just because of the the nature of the way it works. And you saw it in Kruger National Park. They have more, more elephants right now than they really should in the park. Right. And it's because people value that animal. Now they've got to figure out how they've been really successful. And they probably... The park has the capacity of six thousand elephants. They have twenty thousand elephants in the park, and they're destructive. Right. Right. So they've got to figure out a way to get rid of those elephants, or what they're going to do, and that's going to be a hard discussion for them. But that's the sort of problems you want to have, right? You want to be able to manage those sorts of species to figure out so that we can, so that everybody can have that sort of experience. Right. But for family
1: vacation, hunting, whatever, safety, you always felt great.
2: Oh, it was spectacular. And I want to get back and do some bird hunting. The bird hunting over there looks really, really good. Yeah. And, good. Uh, and so the, the overall experience, if you're thinking about going, go. start. All right, serious. check out Bushman'sQuiver.com. And, again, we're
1: on their pro staff there, so if you've got any questions, we can help you out whether you want to hunt or just do the vacation time like Kevin and his family did. And we're going to get Kevin and his family in studio here over the next week or so to talk about this a little bit more. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We'll be back with more right after this.
0: I was hurt in a car accident. The bills were piling up and my insurance company was giving me the runaround. I didn't know what to do. But then I called a lawyer I saw on TV. That lawyer had
3: all the tools and the knowledge to get me 1.2 mil-
2: Whoa, whoa. When you're hurt in an accident, you need Kevin Flesh of Flesh Law, a lawyer that's going to take your case seriously and not treat you like some get-rich-quick scheme. Serious car accidents are traumatic and can completely disrupt your life. Kevin Flesh has the integrity to help you get your life back on track. He will fight for you to get what you deserve, but he won't treat you like a lottery ticket. After you've been in an accident, call Kevin Flesh of Flesh Law at 303 806 8886 and make sure you will get someone who will do the right thing and get your life back.
3: When people see the new, beautiful cat lodge at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they're pretty impressed. With its sleek condo spaces, stunning wall murals reflecting Colorado mountainscapes, custom-built cat trees made from real aspen and spruce, and a colorful and entertaining fish tank, we couldn't be happier to show it off. The Cat Lodge is a special place for cats of all ages and sizes to hang out when their families are away, providing much-needed peace and tranquility. Whether your special friend loves to lounge, nest, explore, or be entertained, you can rest assured that your special companion will find something that suits his or her fancy. The atmosphere is relaxing and stress-free and filled with cat-friendly activities and objects of interest. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, we understand how stressful it can be to leave a beloved pet behind when you have to be away. Call Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center with your questions about our new cat lodge and our cat boarding services. 303-708-8050 or visit LoneTreeVet.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
1: Welcome back to the show. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watney, and we appreciate you being with us. Well, we're going to talk a little automotive now with our good friends from D&D Tire Service. Uh, a few stores here in the metro area, and we'll get you that information here in just a moment. But want to welcome in studio uh, Diane Nottingham and Danielle Stewart. Ladies, welcome. Thank you. Hi. Now, to talk about automobiles and with women. Wow. Okay. So... You probably know way more than I do, as I mentioned before the show. I don't want to know about it. I just want to know your address, and that way I get taken care of. So we're good. So let's talk about, uh, Diane, I guess we'll start with you a little bit. Um, give us a little background of how you guys got into this industry, what made you want to get into this automotive deal. You probably ask yourself that daily. Uh, but you guys have been doing this a long time, so how to get started.
4: Um, we start. Well, we started in 1982. And um, my husband, Dan, which is the other D, he had been in with Goodyear for several years before that. Okay. So we had a chance to become an independent dealer for Goodyear. We did, and we just started our 36th year in business wow. April 1st.
1: Well, that's amazing. Yep. That's
4: and, and we've always had um, more than one store, but we currently have three. And uh, the locations on those, we have two in Aurora and one down in Parker. So we're at 1691 South Buckley Road, 3431 Chambers Road in Aurora, and 10179 Park Glenway
1: in Parker. Okay, and uh, you guys are open um, Monday through Friday, and even on Saturdays. And a lot of mo- automotive places aren't open on Saturday for your for our customers' your convenience, but our convenience. <laughs> so eight to five on Saturday that's a pretty good deal too. Yes,
4: yes, and we're full service. Everybody, even though we're D and D Tire Service,
1: everybody thinks we just do tires mm-hmm. but we don't we do full service sure so and i think that's a great thing cuz you know and i mean uh, i'll be honest i've bought tires at a discount tire for but you know what if you go there that's all they're looking at
5: mm-hmm. you know what i
1: mean right where and i don't know this so i'm going to ask you live on air so when people bring in their car and they're getting tires do you guys kind of do some checks at everything and just kind of visual inspection at some other things just to see if there's an issue? Right. There's always a a brake
4: inspection done, you know, first and foremost while they've got the tires off and can get to that stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we always do, once we do the tires, we do an alignment check. Sure. And uh, that's all free, but um, yeah, we have a list of things that we go through and we'll nail down on, Mm -hmm. you know, what looks like this or looks like that. Um, If we see any problems then um, we note it, we'll give the customer a written estimate. Right. And, you know, because everything's right up front. I think that's why we stayed in business for 36 years.
1: Well, it so. is. And, you know, when you look at, um, you know, our quick lube places, mm-hmm. tire-only places, again, that's all they're going to look at because that's all they do.
4: Right,
5: yeah.
4: And, and, and we've been, uh, you know, we have a, a good shop. Um, like I say, we've been in business for so long and a lot of the customers have been coming in forever and have followed us. Mm -hmm. You know, if they move, they still come to us. Right. And, uh, you know, they, they've said, well, you know, well, gosh, we're across town right now. And, but you know, we, we know where to come to get the service and they've trusted us. So, and that's the biggest thing that Dan wanted to put his reputation on, mm-hmm. was trust and, and, you know, taking care of the customer.
1: Sure, so sure. So,
4: that's first and foremost.
1: Absolutely. And, Danielle, you're actually at one of the stores. So, now, which store are you located?
5: I am at the 1691 South Buckley Road.
1: Okay. So, now, the big guy comes in with a big Ford truck, and all of a sudden he walks in. Here's a lady behind the counter. <laughs> uh, Do they ever like oh well this is nice or women i could see really liking that because they feel like you know you're going to explain things probably different than a guy would to them
5: correct and it's it's comforting to know that a woman to a woman they're not being taken advantage of and we always encourage the customer to come out to the vehicle in the shop and look at the problems that we're finding okay so we invite them to actually see it for themselves
1: so this is kind of a family deal. I mean, is this something that you kind of knew you'd get into, or did it, would it kind of no, just end it up did, that yeah, way? Yeah, <laughs> it just
5: kind of ended up that way. So right.
1: Good. Yeah. So talk about some of the things, um, you know, with just service and everything that, that you guys do um, quite a bit. of. Uh,
5: oh, I think a lot of with the service, um, a lot of issues that we run into uh, with the tire pressure monitoring system, mm-hmm. that new system on vehicles, um, with our cold and hot weather that fluctuates quite right. a bit throughout the days. That's enough to trip those sensors. So we, we see a lot of that and have to educate a lot on there's nothing wrong with your tires. It's just sure. the light itself. Yeah, because, I mean, sensitive. now
1: they're all built with these sensors and all the different things. And like you say, it Correct. can be cold, and all of a sudden you're can be several pounds down in pressure.
2: Correct. And
1: right. uh, and that's something you don't want to ignore. In a few minutes we'll go through uh, some tips on that too as well as that. But um as far as... um You know, the um, oil changes, all the different things there. How do you guys compete and compare with, like I was talking about, some of the fast lube places? Because I'm sure some people feel like those are better deals. Right. Again, I would say, okay, maybe it is a couple bucks cheaper. I don't know. but. I would rather have somebody looking at my entire vehicle right. a little bit than just changing the oil in the filter.
5: And I think it's more of a convenience factor. Right. If I'm going to take time off of work or arrange to have somebody follow me to drop my vehicle off in the morning, I would rather know that if they do find something, it can be handled in the same day versus making a different appointment at a different location to take my car because this place only does tires or this one right. only does oil changes. Sure. And you can handle everything at one location.
1: Great. Once again, this is DD Tire Service. Three locations to serve you two in Aurora and one in Parker. It's 10179 South Park Glen Way in Parker, and 3431 South Chambers Road in Aurora, and 1691 South Buckley Road. Again, these are uh, Goodyear stores, but uh, under the brand of DD Tire Service as well. So, As far as like different rebates, I was looking at the website today, and again, these change all the time, but sometimes there's some different deals. Somebody buys four tires. There's some different rebates from manufacturers, too.
5: Correct. So Goodyear is usually running some sort of promotion where if you buy certain tires, a full set of four of them, they'll uh, run different specials on the rebates that you're eligible for. Mm -hmm. And we also offer the Goodyear credit card, which offers six months, zero interest financing on any purchases of 250 or more, not necessarily tires, but all service work as well.
1: Good. Financing always helps a little yes. bit because you never know. Yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Daniel Stewart's our guest, also Diane Nottingham, and again from D&D Tire Service. And talk just a little bit about your staff and, you know, the training that they go through to be up-to-date on the newer vehicles.
5: Right. So we continue. We always have ongoing trainings at our locations. Um, some of it's in-house and some of it's outside of that um, through some of our suppliers, our vendors. Mm-hmm. And we stay up-to-date on air conditioning training, training. Um, Oh, any of the new TPMS training, any of the new computers, or any new equipment that we get, we always have uh, training on that as well.
1: Right. And, you know, easiest thing, I think, to ignore in a car is tires. Yes. There's four under there. That's all I know. You know, But I think, uh, I mean, none of us probably go out and just kind of do a visual inspection every day to see if our tires are up or whatever, you know. Right. And uh, the only time we look at them bad is when we get a flat, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, a lot of times uh, without alignments and different things, and I've even told this people, and I actually had a vehicle several years ago do this, brand new vehicle. I didn't think about maybe taking that to get that aligned because a lot of times when they put those on uh, some of the big trucks with the straps and they'll tighten those wheels in to tie them down on that. And I got uneven wear, you know, and about 10,000 miles on some deals. So even if you get a brand new vehicle, I highly recommend just going and checking the alignment
5: on it. Absolutely, you should do that at least a couple of times a year mm-hmm. because with our roads and the potholes and...
1: Right, yeah, yeah potholes. Easy oh, to not get out of alignment, yeah, yes. No, so talk about um, most of the things you can get done in a day probably, uh, yes. I would assume. Yes. Uh, sometimes you may have to order some parts or sure. do different things. Uh, and you work on all makes and models, all pretty much. All makes and models, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that's cool too. Once again, there's three stores: two in Aurora, one in Parker. And um, now you're on Facebook. And is there a website as well? Right. com? Yes. Okay. All right. I think we're close with that. We'll, we'll double-check that. But uh, um, you, you're, on, you're on Facebook, too. Correct, think, yes. Yeah, so you can follow them on Facebook and everything. And we're going to work out some specials from time to time and put those on our website at sportsmanofcolorado.com uh, as well as Haystack Help Radio on our Facebook page. But, again, this is all about really trust and places that you can go to know that you're going to get taken care of. And uh, i tell you, you've been doing it as long as they've been doing it. They're doing it the right way. And uh, that comes from all the things with the staff. And uh, just like you say, Diana, it's kind of the same thing with me. I mean, when you're it and you're the business and you guys are out and about quite a bit, I mean, I see you, you know, quite often at different banquets and different functions. I mean, you don't want, last thing you want, somebody can go, you know, hey, I had a horrible experience there. But everybody, you know, loves the experiences from people that I've talked to there Mm -hmm. because, again, uh, you know, most of us don't know a lot about our vehicles mm-hmm. and uh... now when you talk about um, inspections and diagnostics and different things like that tell how that kind of works with your store
5: well a diagnostic can get fairly complicated so the handheld scanners that some places offer free code checks for those are helpful but they don't necessarily provide a diagnosis mm-hmm. on the vehicle Um, The equipment that we have at our locations, you know, are fairly complicated and we have to subscribe for software for each vehicle. And then it will go through a process and tell us what the computer is storing, but then the technicians have to trace it down from there and eliminate. And it's almost like a tree branch. It just continues to kind of spread out. And, you
1: know, one thing I think that so many people, and it it aggravates me and I'm sure it does you too, when, when people don't do regular maintenance yes and then all of a sudden they come in and there's it's an eighteen hundred dollar bill correct Where if they would have done some little right. things along the way eighty hundred bucks each time absolutely it mm-hmm. would have saved them all this money mm-hmm. and like I say I think it's good that you put down on you know things that you recommend Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, for them to let them know you know and I guess you probably prioritize it hey this is something we need to keep an eye on, but these two things you need right. to fix right now.
5: Absolutely. <laughs> and, and they
4: can come back in, you know, if they say, well, you know, I'll get, be getting my income tax return. I right. can do this. And so we always keep a copy of the estimate, too. They'll bring it back in and say, I want this done, this done, and this done, but what do you think? Mm-hmm. You know, what needs to be corrected first? So um, we do, you know, we work with the customer a lot on that. Plus, we keep a history. Every time a car comes in, we keep a history on that car as far as what we've done to it. And uh, if we've had a lot of people, well, I'm going to be getting rid of this car, you know, right. and, and you know, so on and so forth. And uh, so they'll want a history printed up to see, you know, give to a potential sure. buyer say this is what's been done and this south car has been kept.
1: Wow. And that'd so, be great to have all the records on it at one
5: place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We go back quite a ways sure. on some of them. Wow. And if I can just add a little oh, bit yeah. to that as well. So when a customer comes in for an oil change, we do what's called a fluid analysis where it's a special paper that the fluid reacts with it. If it's dirty or if it's dark, it will show up on that paper. And that's just another preventative maintenance. You know, you need to flush your power steering or your transmission or your coolant. And we can test the strength of the coolant and and let them know from there.
1: Right, right. Now, uh, before we, um, in this segment, I want to talk a little bit about the tire pressure thing because I think so many times, um, you know, we see a light come on. And first of all, you ought to make yourself familiar with what those light uh, signs mean and do you know, yes. with different things. Um, but tire pressure is something that can affect a lot with a vehicle.
5: And, yes,
1: uh, you got some tips that you're going to share with us on that.
5: Yeah, So with low tire pressure, not only does it um, waste your fuel, so you're not your vehicle is no longer as fuel-efficient as it could be, you can also ruin the inside of the tire um, from having low air uh-huh. pressure. It can start to break down the sidewall of the tire and then therefore damaging the tire.
1: Right, right. and. Um... You know, too, just unsafe. I mean, it, it, it even it messes with the steering. <laughs> yeah, yes.
5: Exactly. <laughs> yes.
1: And they've even got some things now going up in the mountains because a lot of people didn't have the proper tread on tires, and, you know, you mm-hmm. get fines for that yes. as well. Yeah. And I'm telling you, nothing can ruin a, a, a hunting trip, a vacation, more Than bad tires or having automobile trouble. Absolutely. And so, you know, boy, we're in the springtime here, but if you're looking for a summer vacation or everything, highly recommend. And maybe we'll get together and come up with some kind of a summer. Check out special, you know, or we right. can uh, come up with some to go through uh, your vehicle before you hit the roads, uh, you know, during the ho- summer here and all that kind of thing as well. Again, there's three stores to serve you, two in Aurora, one in Parker, 10179 South Park Glenway in Parker, and then 3431 South Chambers Road, and then on Buckley at 1691 South Buckley, and it's D&D Tire Service. Again, these are Goodyear stores, and you mainly carry, real quick, Goodyear
5: Dunlop, Dunlop and Kelly. Lop
1: and Kelly Tires. Correct. Okay. Yes. Good deal. And I mean, those names have been around forever and ever. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, ladies, this has been fun. Well, we'll try to do this another time. But uh, again, thanks for coming in. And uh, you know, you know, this is a great thing too. That I think you guys, Diane, give so much back to the community. And uh, I'll say that for you because you you. do. I mean, you guys, I I see it at a lot of our banquets on our Sportsman of Colorado show. And, you know, you guys are always donating things and all that and just really giving back to the community. And I think that's another reason why you're successful, you know, because, I mean, you give back and uh, that comes back to you. But, look, we're all looking for places we can trust in every area that we do business. And if you're looking for a great place that will take care of your automobiles, I highly recommend D&D Tire Service. So check them out. Let them know you heard about them here uh, either on Haystack Help Radio or Sportsman of Colorado Radio, and I promise you they'll take good care of you. We've got to take a short break, and we'll be back with more right after this. This is Red Merrill for Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is a weapon manufacturer that services the firearm enthusiast. From precision ARs to suppressors, Phoenix Weaponry can make your dreams come true. Phoenix Weaponry is a full service gun shop that offers gunsmithing, coating, and modifications to your own weapon. Phoenix Weaponry, family owned and operated right here in Colorado. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. Call today, 720-340-2496. Again, that's 720-340-2496. Or visit their website, phoenixweaponry.com. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and receive 10% off your custom-built weapon.
0: Littleton Heating and Air Conditioning is proud of their 45 years of HVAC service to Littleton, Highlands Ranch, and Denver metro area. Littleton Heating and Air Conditioning is your Lennox and Carrier expert heating and air conditioning contractor. They are proud to offer the finest heating, air conditioning, and indoor air quality products with prompt and professional customer service and satisfaction. Call today and mention Haystack Help Radio and save $25 off any repairs or $100 off your furnace installation. Call 303-798-3880. That's 303-798-3880 for your appointment today. Littleton Heating and Air, A-plus members of the Better Business Bureau and Official Haystack Help Registered Company.
3: Ladies, I know you're tired of walking into the local gun store and seeing the same old thing, so let me tell you about Rampart Firearms. Just a quarter mile up Highway 67 off of Santa Fe and Sedalia, you will find a great selection of guns, ammo, tactical and personal defense weapons. And if you or your spouse love to hunt, Rampart Firearms is a great stop for all of your hunting needs. Shotguns, rifles, pistols, anything from predator hunting to your next big game trip. Head to Rampart Firearms at the foot of the Rockies. Open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., and you will only pay a 4% tax on your purchase. Rampartfirearms.com, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050.
1: Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. We are looking forward to our uh, banquet this evening with outdoor buddies. And uh, I'm sorry, but too late to get tickets for that tonight. But, again, this is a great organization, and uh, we are looking forward to that banquet this evening. We're going go to go the phones now and talk to our good friend Austin Parr. It's been a few weeks since we were able to get Austin on. Austin's been uh, quite busy down at the shop at Discount Fishing Tackle and Fishing and a whole bunch of other stuff. So, Austin, thanks for being with us. Thanks, Scott. How are you? I'm good, bud. I'm good, man. I tell you, it's hard to believe that, I mean, here we are, uh, even past mid-April. Uh, the, the year is just flying by.
0: It really is, you know, and, and you know, we're, we're just talking about it down the shop. You just, we're on the cusp of just absolutely fantastic fishing down here, and it seems like it just snuck up on us.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, again, if you're not familiar with Discount Fishing Tackle, you need to be there. at 2645 South Santa Fe um, over there, and a uh, great, great shop. And um, I'm telling you, don't let the outside fool you that it may not be a big shop. Inside um, is a plethora of all that you need for your fishing needs, and uh, great, great staff. And we were just talking about, you know what, we haven't done that in a while. Take a minute and just talk about all the experience that's in the store. So when people come into Discount Fishing Tackle, I mean, because I think that's one thing. At some of the bigger box stores, um, you go into some of these departments, and, man, there's been so much, you know, the Bass Pro Cabela's. Well, I'll mention them by now. You know, of course, with the merger now, a lot of guys are gone, different things. You've got people in different departments that have never even done some of the stuff, so <laughs> activities yeah. that they're working in. So, so what's kind of the pride there of uh, Discount Fishing Tackle?
0: Well, you know, the biggest thing is not only our, our big selection, but, you know, trying to actually get the angler out there with the right piece of advice and, and, and the right tackle. You know, we I've been so fortunate down here to have, you know, a set of really, really good guys down here. Uh, you know, Joey Kissel, he's been guiding with me a bunch, but we've also added Bob Hicks down here for a couple of days a week. And if anyone remembers his shop, he used to have all pro fish support out in front of Arapahoe Community College on Santa Fe. And, uh, You know, Bob is an absolute wealth of knowledge, and he's really adding a huge, huge element down here. And everybody down here really does fish. And if anyone's looking for, you know, pure advice along with having a great supply of tackle, you know, we're really the, the, the destination for that.
1: Absolutely. Again, Austin Parr is our guest from Discount Fishing Tackle. Once again, the store is 2645 South Santa Fe. And uh, Austin's number, and we'll kind of talk about some of the trips Austin has available as well, is 303-514-5546, 303-514-5546. So, you know, like I say, here we are, man, um, spring, be summer here before we know it. Um, um, Talk about maybe how the, you know, last couple of months has been and then what you're looking forward to here now in the last part of April and May.
0: You know, we've really been seeing a lot of good fishing, particularly on the front range as of late. Um, you know, a couple of tournaments been going on out of Cherry Creek, and the weights for those tournaments have have been good. You know, we'll we'll see exactly what's going to be happening after this particular weekend coming up here. But with that being said, the the fishing's really been picking up over the last week. I've been out uh, doing a lot of guiding, and we've been having great numbers uh, of fish out there. So we're still a little bit in a transitional period right now. We're seeing a lot of walleyes that are still out in a little bit of that deeper water basin, and particularly after some cold fronts like we're seeing today, um, you know, and over the last several days, it'll push those fish back into that basin a little bit. But with that being said, we are seeing quite a few fish up shallow as well. So mm. going up into even a four, or five, or six foot of water range and, and throwing some soft plastics up there, like a, a Berkeley Twitch-tail minnow, or one of my favorites are some Johnson Thin Fisher blade baits. And just kind of scooting those along the bottom are really targeting some of those fish shallow. And, you know, this time of year, if you have fish shallow, they're up for one reason, and that's to feed. So if you can locate shallow fish, those fish a lot of times can really get caught, you know, with, with a lot of ease. Whereas the fish in the main basin, we're catching a lot of those trolling, doing a little bit more of a, a lead core presentation out there and actually getting some crankbaits down toward the bottom. And when you get the right selection out there, they're, they're being somewhat cooperative. And the same things going at, at Chatfield. However, we are seeing a few more fish up shallow at Chatfield and on some humps. So folks are starting to have some success, you know, pulling around some, some bait rigs at slow speeds with their electric motor. But even from the shoreline, um, I've been hearing of some some really good fishing happening with some small swim baits. So um, there's a kite tech branded swim bait, and also we have a, a brand that's a walleye Assassin. Shad down here, and both of those and more of the white colors have been been really, really good out there, and, and you know, overall, we're seeing, you know, a lot of productivity, and, and as we see some more warm weather coming this next week, it's going to only get better.
1: Right. You know, how would you say, um, you know, that your sport of fishing has changed just even over the last five years as far as equipment, uh, lures? Uh, technique, things for the equipment for the boat that can help you? I mean, has it just made a a vast change even over the last five years?
0: Funny you say that. I was actually having a a talk with Bob Hicks down here the other day about that same kind of a thing. And, you know, a lot of, you know, as an angler and especially someone who's Purchasing all this, the products for the store, you get inundated with a lot of different products that are brand new and hot, it's supposed to be the you know the, the next <laughs> big thing. And a lot of those things really do catch fish, and particularly when you talk about your electronics, the advancements in electronics has been something that's that's you know absolutely amazing and something I rely on a day, on a day to day basis when I'm out on the water. But with that being said, I think a lot of times we get away from some of the traditional type patterns that we've caught fish on for years and years, but yet all of a sudden there's new stuff out, and you go out and you're trying all these new cranks, and, you know, going back to an original shad wrap or, you know, a curly tail jig tip with a worm can catch a lot of fish, and people tend to get away from that. So, you know, it's something to to think about, you know, and when I was growing up with my dad, just pitching baits out behind the boat and having a lot of success, whereas now we're getting, you know, so in-depth with all these line counters and everything, and although it does really really does help you know going back to the basics can be sometimes you know really really effective and you know like Bob's one of Bob's favorite patterns is, is a, a Gary Yamamoto curly tail grub tipped with a night crawler and that's about as deadly as it gets. The summertime walleye. So you know, as we see some of the patterns coming out, uh, you know, and we're where we're seeing all this new stuff. Going back to the old stuff isn't such a bad idea. Yeah, absolutely,
1: absolutely. Again, Austin Pars, our guest from Discount Fishing Tackle. Again, their stores at twenty six forty five South Santa Fe. Uh, go check them out. And uh, we'll talk here in a minute about Austin's trips uh, available, uh, guided trips. But if you'd like to book a trip with Austin, you can call him at three zero three five one four fifty five. Forty-six again, 303 um, I want to talk. We'll talk about your trips and uh, different uh, species right now that would be good to uh, be fishing for. But one thing I wanted to hit on real quick, as you, as you were talking there about boating and being on shore, I wanted to talk just a minute about about what you see out on the water as far as or, or what should be boating etiquette. You know, when you got guys fishing in boats and all this stuff, then you get the the guy that goes blowing by out there, different things. I mean, what is actually the um, so-called expected or accepted yardage? Like, hey, you should never come within this many, you know, feet, yards of a boat. What are some things you can help us with there?
0: I suppose that answer can kind of vary depending upon the body of water you're on in the state. You know, if you're out in the eastern Colorado on North Sterling or something like that, which that's going to be lighting on fire here pretty quick as far as fishing is concerned, but you know, out there, there's a lot more room, a lot less boats. So if you come kicking, you know, within that, you know, fifty yard range, that's you know on the cusp of of being inappropriate. But you know, you're at at Cherry Creek, and you know everything's tighter. So your your, you know your, your your distance is gonna gonna change out there. So you know, trying to not just buzz somebody is always what I am looking to do, and you know, backing off your main throttle. And you know, the thing about it is, a lot of people that that are the problems are not the fishermen at all. The fishermen are mostly respectful of each other and and you know, I don't have an issue with that much, you know, and it's much more of the jet ski and ski boat kind of thing and and, you know, the other thing as well is, you know, to, to be respectful of them back, as much of a pain in the butt as they can be sometimes to the anglers. Um, you know, it's, it's their park as well, so, you know, trying to not go set up in a, in a main ski line is certainly something that I try and avoid. And, you know, for instance, if you're out there on a weekend, maybe not putting out a big fan of planer boards when you're trolling and keeping everything a little bit tighter is more respectful to them as well. So it's kind of a two-way street. But in general, you know, not buzzing people within that 50-yard range is usually what I try and, what I try and avoid.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about your guided trips and, uh, when those can be, uh, start and book and, uh, a little bit what sure. people can expect with those.
0: Well, as we move up, we're talking about this fantastic walleye fishing coming up and we're going to be, you know, doing a lot of that coming up over the next couple of weeks. But additionally, we are offering a bunch of fly fishing trips and, you know, that's something that we don't mention as much, but the fly fishing is really starting to pick up. We're seeing a lot of pre-runoff conditions right now, so we're right before all that water is going to be kicking down, although it's not as much as we would like to see, but it will affect the fishing, Um, but guys are having a lot of success on a lot of big water, doing a lot of bigger nymphing presentations and throwing streamers, and we've been taking advantage of that on some of our guided trips, so we have private water options um, at the moment on Rocky Mountain Angling Club, which is really, really nice, you can get into all kinds of really nice water all across the state, Um, but then in addition to those, like I said, the walleye trips are the bread and butter, walleye and smallmouth. And those guys were booking seven days a week uh, coming up here over the next, uh, you know, several months. It's going to be on fire. We're going to be seeing that good, good summertime pattern as soon as that 60-degree water temperature hits, and you know, hopefully we'll be really seeing it on fire when I get you out on the boat here in uh, the next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to that Kevin Flesh and I are. We're gonna be going on a trip with Austin uh, here in early May, so we are certainly looking forward to that. I've been talking to him for many years now, and uh, never had the chance to go. And not not Austin's fault or our fault, just everybody's busy. And uh, uh, but we are really, really looking forward to it. So, what is your favorite? I mean, if you take fly fishing, if you take the walleyes, whatever, what is your personal favorite and
0: why? You know, the big thing about it is I'm a big believer in you know utilizing the best technique for the given application so you know it's all a matter of what time of year it is as well so if you're just telling yourself okay i'm just a fly fisherman or i'm just a walleye fisherman that's tough you know for me i love walleye fishing and if i could pick one thing it would probably be walleye fishing but the thing about it is that it's not the best fishing to fish for walleyes all year long so sometimes going up early season and and fishing the colorado river and and fly fishing can be fantastic and in late season when we're you know, dealing with a lot of the shad in the lakes and the bite has really died on the, on the front range, the high country trout can be fantastic out fishing for cutthroats and brook trout. And that's one of the beauties of the store that we have down here as well. Is we cater to all anglers, and depending upon the time of year, you, know, you might want to go ice fish at some point, you want to go fly fish at another and go walleye fish at another point. So I, I'm like I said, I'm a firm believer, and if you're truly a fisherman, you know, utilizing a variety of techniques throughout the season will help to improve your angling skills and your overall production.
1: Gotcha. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. Austin Parr is our guest. Once again, you can call Austin at 303-514-5546. Check them out at the store Discount Fishing Tackle. there at 2645 South Santa Fe. Austin, can you hang one more segment with us? Absolutely. Okay. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado as I just mentioned. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back.
0: If you're looking for great deals on outdoor equipment and clothing, we've got you covered. Hi, this is Bill Paddock, owner of the Outdoorsman's Attic, your outdoor gear consignment headquarters. You'll save 20, 30, 40, even 50% on previously owned outdoor gear for the fisherman, hunter, and camper. We also sell live bait, firearms, and ammo. If you're doing a little spring cleaning, bring in your gear to the Outdoorsman's Attic. We'll sell it for you and put cash in your pocket. You can also pick up your hunting and fishing licenses right here at the store. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor gear needs is the Outdoorsman's Attic, Located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan, Colorado. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Or visit us online at outdoorsmansaddict.com. Mention Sportsman's of Colorado and receive 20% off all your outdoor clothing.
1: Hi, this is Scott Watley. Let me tell you what I love about Stack Optical. They are truly one of the last optician-owned, family-owned optical stores. At Stack Optical, you can be confident you'll receive personal attention. For over 50 years, Alan Stack has shown he really cares about making his customers happy. Stack Optical also has a beautiful new location at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver. Free and easy up-close parking. Stack Optical has an on-site eyeglass production lab. Whether you need office eyewear or a new set of shooting or golf glasses, Stack Optical has the solution with the Stack Sport Pack. Give them a call today and ask for their $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Your eyes and vision are one of the most important things in life. I'm confident at Stack Optical you'll see the difference. That's 303-321-1578, stackoptical.com. Rush to Reason
2: with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
1: Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley, and we appreciate you being with us. Austin Parr is our guest from Discount Fishing Tackle, and so um, we don't do a lot of shows on fishing, but uh, we are certainly going to be trying to do that more here on now uh, throughout the rest of this year with Austin. And um, So, Austin, you know, one thing I wanted to hit on real quick, and then I want to get into specific types of fishing, you know, uh, but uh, laws. Um <laughs> Same with you know big game, uh, our spring turkey just kicked off. Um, you gotta make sure you know all the regulations. And I'm gonna tell you one that a, a bunch of guys were fooled with when we were talking about spring turkey and we were talking about legal shooting light. and um, it's a half hour before sunrise. but unlike big game, it ends at sunset for Turkey. Several, and I'm gonna say us, really, did not realize that till we read the regulations this year that it ended at sunset for turkey and not a half hour after sunset. So, uh, did you did you know that by chance?
0: I did actually, yeah. And okay. Kind of seeing going on the the waterfall side of things there as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's some of those ones that aren't necessarily highly advertised, but yep. you know, with a- when you're out there and a game warden is stopping you, it is your responsibility to know, just like any of your fishing regulations as well.
1: Right, so that's my point. So what the best, I mean Colorado Parks and Wildlife does a great job with their website of course and all that, but I mean is it best just to pick up any and every kind of uh, uh, fishing brochure you can get from CPW and just read those and go through so you know? Because I imagine a lot of these different uh, areas of the state have different guidelines, right?
0: They, they do, and you know you have your overall set of, of regulations, um, which is outlined well in, in the in the book. But then, additionally, unlike some of the, you know, the the turkeys and the waterfowl and stuff, you know, you have so many uh, area-specific regulations. And Parks and Wildlife does a fantastic job in their publications. Uh, in the back, they have it uh, as out, an alphabetical order. Every single one of the bodies of water in the state that has a specific regulation. So, for instance, Chadfield and Cherry Creek, you can only keep three walleyes instead of the statewide bag limit of five, and uh, they all have to be over 18 inches, but only one of those can be over 21. So there's various regulations, and, you know, you slide out to Bar Lake, and Bar Lake is the statewide regulation of, of five walleyes over 15 inches out there. So it just depends upon your body of order, but the, the brochure is, is really good for that. But then also utilizing us down at the shop. If you have a question, just talk to us, and we can help you look it up, or a lot of times we know it right off the top of our head. So if you have a quick question, just give us a ring, and we're more than happy to, to help with any of that kind of stuff.
1: Absolutely. Because as you said, it is our responsibility to know. And uh, Definitely. you Definitely. Know, uh, ignorance will not get you very far there uh, when you're dealing with an officer there. So uh, just want everyone to be on the right side of the regulations. Now, let's talk a little bit about, um, we'll, t- we'll take trout first. Um, we were talking during the break there that, um, well, that's probably our most popular. Uh, so uh, give us some help for those that want to uh, get out with some trout fishing.
0: Well, the beautiful thing about trout is that they're pretty much in every single body of water in this entire state. And usually they are pretty easy to catch throughout the entire year. So they are most definitely our most popular species to, to wind up targeting. And, you know, we'll talk about in, in in a minute here uh, about some, some ponds and taking kids out, but especially for youth, taking kids out and having some good success at a location like Evergreen or Georgetown can be really, really good for some trout fishing. But then the other thing that people don't understand is that, you know, we have so much good trout fishing that's really close to town as well. You don't have to drive all the way up to North Park or South Park or the mm-hmm. Eagle River or anything like that. You can get out for just a couple of hours and You know, over the next couple of weeks, especially after we we finish up with runoff, going out to Clear Creek or up Waterton Canyon, you can go have a lot of success on a dry dropper rig, and that's something that I fish a lot in the small stream situation. So it encompasses a lead dry fly. One of my favorites is a yellow humpy. An elk hair caddis is a close second, and especially as you move toward the late time of the season, maybe incorporating a, a big hopper can be really good. But then what you'll do is you'll actually take some tippet and you'll trail down behind that lead fly, And use a beadhead nymph, and a lot of times we'll use a a tungsten-weighted beadhead nymph that actually really is heavier than any of the brass beads, so it gets down really nicely. But this nice compact rig can be fished well when you're in any of your small pocket water, so behind your rocks and your small current seams and your riffles. You can have a lot of good success going and, and, and catching fish really close to home.
1: And you know, you mentioned kids, and I, and I think uh, well, we could do a whole show really on kind of keys to uh, fishing with kids. But I'll tell you this: and uh, the people that I know now as adults, and um, I'll ask them, hey, you know, do you fish much or hunt much? And it can go either way. Just anything in outdoors, and it usually if they uh, say no, you know, I used to, but I don't like that. It's because when they were small uh, and young, that maybe. Uh, the dad didn't really take have the patience with them or make sure that it was a good time for them. So what are some tips? I mean, hey, we can't always just go to a place where we know fish are going to be in. They're not going to catch a lot. But what are just some tips as you think about taking your kids out, maybe for the first time, that parents ought to keep in mind?
0: Biggest thing is, like you mentioned, some having some form of production. So if you can go out to some of the trout lakes when you're in your colder months, that can really be a, a good way to go. But then also... A lot of folks around town have good, solid neighborhood lakes right close to their house. And the majority of these lakes have a good population of largemouth bass in them, and they can be really, really productive and really cooperative as as the summertime rolls around. So unlike trout, bass, uh, their metabolism is most active during the warmest months. So even during the, the heat of the summertime, your bass will be the most active, whereas trout are the opposite. So the trout do the best in the cold water. So that's why they're a lot better on your, your shoulder seasons of your fall and your spring and then even wintertime. But during the summertime period, going and targeting some, some bass in your local lake can be really good. And you can go as simply as going and getting a bucket of minnows and, and throwing a, a shiner underneath a slip float. But then also there are some really, really good techniques that you can catch a lot of fish close to home. So a lot of times when I'm in the summertime, If I'm out there early in the morning or late in the evening, which usually is your best time anyways, but I'll start off with a topwater bait. So something like a a popper or a little Zara Spook, working that topwater bait on the surface along your edges can be really good. And there's a a new one out that is designed by Larry Dahlberg, and it's called a whopper plopper. And that particular (laughs) bait, you just cast and crank it. A whopper plopper. A whopper plopper, and it's a... uh, a bait that was designed, if anyone ever used to watch Hunt for Big Fish at all with Larry Dahlberg, he was one of the, uh, the top lure designers in the world actually at the time, and uh, they've since brought this bait into full production. But this bait is just a cast and crankbait, cast and reel across the surface. So that works well in the, the early time of uh, the day or late. But then as I move toward the middle of the, the day period, I a lot of times will switch over, depending upon your weed growth in the pond, I'll start off with throwing like a chatter bait or a spinner bait. And once again, for kids, it is just a cast and reel kind of deal. So just cast it along the shoreline and reel it back. Cast it, reel it back, and just work along your edges. And the bass can be very, very cooperative on that. But then also, a lot of these ponds as we move towards the heat of the summer do get a lot of heavy weed growth. So switching to like a weightless Sanko from Gary Yamamoto, uh, you can actually rig them weedless and throw them along the edges of your weeds, and they sink nice and slow so the bass will come and, and jump on those as well. And also, it's a pretty easy technique to fish. You don't have to really, you know, work a lot as, as far as, you know, your actual presentation is concerned. It's just kind of a cast, and just a slow kind of crank and give it a couple of twitches as it's moving back. So it's another really good technique for kids. And especially as kids get out in the summertime and they get old enough to ride their bikes and just in some of these locations, utilizing those techniques can really get them hooked, um, you know, when you're fishing these local ponds.
1: Great. Now, let's talk walleye a little bit.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, your walleyes, like we mentioned before, um, you know, although generally they're a little bit more boat-oriented, uh, during the summertime is one period when you can start to have good success on the shoreline. So, you know, your, your two major bodies of water that have them in the state, obviously, are Chatfield and Cherry Creek, but you also have a lot of walleyes in Aurora as well. Now, Cherry Creek is the best location to shore fish for the walleye simply for the fact that it has a little bit more of a, an off-color water because it doesn't have a major flow. Uh, spring or river flowing through it to kind of flush it out. So right. not dirty, but it's just off color.
5: So when you're having
0: that off color water, those walleyes tend to go shallower than at Chatfield or Aurora. So for instance, in the summertime out there, my key depth usually is 14 to 16 feet at Chatfield, but at Cherry Creek we're in the neighborhood of, of three to six a lot of times. So these walleye can, can have great success from the shoreline and you can utilize techniques like casting a jigging wrap, which is one of my absolute go-to presentations. When we're talking about the, the summertime period, but then also, like we mentioned, as simple as, as casting a, a jig and a leech out and dragging it along the bottom can be really good. And then as we're talking about those leeches as well, um, you know, just kind of a, a note, we're still a couple of weeks out on those. The, the Minnesota winter seems to not be ending, so all the leeches coming from Minnesota are a little bit behind schedule for what we're normally seeing.
1: Okay, great. And, again, if you're just joining us, Austin offers um, uh, some great guided trips. And uh, if you're interested in those, you can call him at 303-514-5546. Again, that's 303-514-5546. And the store is Discount Fishing Tackle, and that's located at 2645 South Santa Fe. And... Uh, I'm telling you, um, as you can tell, Austin has a wealth of knowledge. I mean, he does this 24-7 just about, a lot of knowledge at the store. So if you are maybe just getting into the sport or, hey, you've been doing it a while, you need some help, uh, or maybe, hey, you consider yourself that professional angler, I'm telling you, these guys can still help you out, and they've got what you need. Now, real quick, a uh, couple of minutes left here. Do what, what, you have some classes? Usually you guys do some classes on Saturdays. You we guys do. do anything right now?
0: We're adjusting our class schedule a little bit on Saturdays. We've been fortunate in the fact that we've been just so busy down here that we've hardly even had an opportunity to, to teach those classes on Saturday. But we're doing free fly fishing classes actually on Thursdays now at 6 o'clock. And that class encompasses everything from your basic equipment selections all the way through your, your knots and your rigging entomology, which is your study of insects underneath the water, and then also uh, you know, your, your fly selection and even casting as well. And that little bit later in the time frame or a little bit later in the day period right there really allows us to have a good one-on-one time with our, 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 uh, our customers during that class. And, I mean, we can really get you going, you know, to, to get out there and have some good success. But then also, we're going to have a schedule coming up here. We don't quite have it set yet, but we uh, we have an email list down here at the shops. If you stop in, make sure to put your email on that. But we're going to be doing some some intro and mid-range and high-level walleye classes down here throughout the entire summertime. And we'll have multiple orientations uh, that are talking about those. So those guys, if you really want to learn how to walleye fish, whether it be from the shoreline or from from the boat, we're going to be doing some classes down here on that as well.
1: Great. Well, Austin, hey, man, thanks for taking uh, time out of a busy Saturday uh, there at the shop and all, but uh, I'll get by there and see you real soon, and we appreciate your uh, help with us here on Sportsman of Colorado. We appreciate it.
0: I certainly appreciate you having me on, Scott, and I look forward to getting you out on the boat
1: here soon. All right, man, we're looking forward to it. That's Austin Parr, discount fishing tackle, and once again, they're located at 2645 South Santa Fe. Austin's number, if you want to book a trip with him, 303-514-5546. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and we want to thank all of our guests for being with us. We hope everyone has a great, safe weekend, and we'll look forward to talking with you next week. Those that are out turkey hunting, Uh, Hope you have good luck. And if you're on the waters, hope you catch a bunch. Thanks for joining us for Sportsman of Colorado. Leave it right here on KLZ 560.